This is Jan Cox, talk number 2,573, recorded September 4th, 2000. I picked out, we'll have to wait because as I was, just before I left, I checked with my private metaphysical news line, and a story popped up that was so astounding, I had to copy it. says, the super method, do not think of yourself as engaged in a search for the truth or for correct knowledge to replace the fallacious ideas presently in your mind. Instead, learn to recognize and accept that what's actually at the bottom of the mind and everything of the mind is nothingness, a liberating emptiness. I didn't get a chance to follow it up, but it said that it showed a link to a related story that says uh, that it was concerning how men take the subject of the, quote, truth to be a most serious matter. And considering that ignorance is unworthy of any real note. But, of course, to that, if I get around to it, I would say take the bass backwards approach. And you can realize that the, quote, truth is ridiculous. So I guess I'm going to make it a related story anyway, am I not? Do not think of yourself as engaged in the search for the truth. I've started to pull this a long time ago. And it's not just an opposite approach, but the whole idea of someone attempting to achieve another state of consciousness and awaken blah, blah, is, has been quite acceptably described as a search for the truth. And even if a person got past the point of using that cliche as an unanalyzed shorthand note to themselves regarding what they were doing, they still, perhaps without any analyzation, I submit to you, check with your own mind, the thoughts that you have about this kind of thing, that your own thoughts have to do with the fact that no matter how you cut it, no matter what terms you use to describe it, you're attempting to replace part of what constitutes your mind, part of what fills up your mind with something new. The shortcut being, the short description being simply for a man to go ahead and say, well, as far as consciousness or my mind goes, it is asleep and are deluded, and what I'm seeking to do is to awaken it and, and are to enlighten it. But what you are saying in essence, anyone who hears about this idea and gets entangled with it, then what they are through their own practice admitting, displaying, is that they're not satisfied at all, or they're not satisfied with what is going on in their mind, and they're trying to replace it with something else. And one more time I point out, it's not necessary that you analyze it in these words. But you will readily, you'll have to admit as soon as I say it, you believe that you're attempting to replace something in your mind that is, take your choice, fallacious, incorrect, inoperable, fractured, distorted, but put basically, and to cover it all as efficiently as possible, verbally speaking, what your, your attitude is that about many things, Many things that obviously would be of import to you, 
convicted about many things, the thoughts I have, the so-called knowledge I have, the beliefs, the opinions I have about life, about me, about other people, are incorrect. They are distortions, they're half-truths, but to put it simply, they are incorrect. And that an awakened mind, or the awakening, or the enlightenment would be that the correct knowledge of life, of things, would fall upon me. And my incorrect knowledge, my fallacious ideas, would be immediately replaced by correct knowledge, the truth. I submit to you that that's not necessarily the only way to go about it. And as always, I do more than suggest, even rhetorically speaking, for any of you who happen to read today's daily news, uh, I dug back up the Bass-Ackwards method to present it to casual readers. And as you should have figured out through your own experience, something does not necessarily have to be just the exact opposite. It does not have to fit the true definition of antipodal. But why not? I just always try to give people an easy way out if you need it. But the exact opposite is always the best way to try and shake things up, to try and make yourself available, a mind available to another attitude, to another view of it. And that is, rather than trying to replace incorrect knowledge, incorrect ideas, half-truths, etc., as I said, instead of trying to replace them with the truth, look at it otherwise. Because those of you that have enough experience, if you go back now and listen, if you go back and look at it based upon listening to what I, the model I'm describing now, you will realize that what I'm saying is not itself fallacious. I could put it crudely or more simply and say that an awakened mind does not have correct ideas about life. If that were true, an awakened mind wouldn't be awakened. It would just be a sleeping mind that says, well, now I have correct ideas about life. If you can see it for yourself, I would say that there is a shortcut that you can save yourself time and effort. Even those of you that have a pretty good experiential understanding of what this is about, I would say that you could still cut down on mucho wasted effort. Unless you just enjoy it, but you could cut it down by trying to consider what I'm saying. That is, to realize that it doesn't take any deep analyzation. You should be able to just glance at it and realize that you do believe that all the efforts you make, constantly trying to catch yourself drifting off, catching yourself mentally living in another time and another place, that all of that can be seen as fallacious ideas. Or, as I've called it, it's a, a faulty use of thinking. It is faulty thinking. But the point is, if we look at what is in your mind and label them as things, that is, ideas, then those ideas, when you're distracted, when circumstances has completely caught up your attention, when a passing car has taken your dog of attention completely out of the yard and his little teefies are locked upon a bumper, then whatever's going on in your mind, I assume that 
you see without any problem, me describing it, whatever it is, is being incorrect. It's useless. It's nothing. It is simply a manifestation, as they have been wont to call it, of being asleep, being distracted, being deluded. So if all those ideas are incorrect, then what you're attempting to do is to replace them without any doubt. Then what you're doing, without ever thinking about it, but what you're doing, or you're operating in what you're doing under the assumption, the unanalyzed assumption, that what you're after is better ideas, better knowledge, to say the least, more complete knowledge, objective knowledge, impartial views, if there is such a thing. But that's what you're after. Again, put crudely, as much as it's been beat up after four or 5,000 years, a person seeking awakening in their mind, and I repeat, even with the experience that some of you have had, don't discount it because this is a time saver. It can be. That you are seeking the truth. That every time you catch yourself being asleep, being distracted, being completely out of touch with yourself, then what it amounts to was that your mind was engaged in fallacious thinking. Whatever was in your mind was useless, was mistaken, was distorted, etc. And that had you been more awake, had you been more alert, or were you more awake all the time, your mind would not be victim, it would not be visited by such bullshit that you would be more awake, and being more awake, your mind would be occupied by correct, truthful, pertinent, enlightened knowledge. I repeat again, there's another way of looking at it. Okay, I repeat that twice. Now, how about this? It's simply not true. Anybody that's even mildly attracted to this is you probably will not come as a surprise. I can do it in person as I used to with not in public speak, speeches or in replying to letters to people. Anyway, the kind of people who are just weekend warriors and this kind of thing are absolutely, across the board, will be open to any discussion about the truth. That we are seekers of the truth. People like us are seekers of the truth. As you know, I'm not being sarcastic about it. I understand it. But they, you can take a cross-section. People who believe they're following uh, discipline X, school Y, no matter what they're apparent, their assumed method is, everyone would agree to that. They would say, yes, that's what we are. We're seekers of the truth. I say to you that that's not true. It's worse than that. It's meaningless. And you operate, as long as you're struggling to awaken, you're operating under that assumption that you're seeking the truth. Even if you no longer consider it the truth in some expansive metaphysical sense, that your idea may be that that whole notion of the kinds of people that harbor that notion and pay allegiance to it. Most of them are amateurs. Most of them are just weekenders with us. So you may believe that you have abandoned the idea and that you may never think in such terms that you are a seeker of the truth. 
But that's exactly what you're doing. All the effort you make, you believe that you are attempting to replace fallacious ideas with correct ideas. Fallacious views with correct views of life. And I say that's not true. That's not what's happening. It is not what happens. And if you'd stop doing it, I say that it could be of benefit. And even if it's a trick, which of course it is, but even if it was a trick, well, of course it's not a trick, or I'd say it is. But even if it was a trick, if you try it, at least it will shake things up. And then, of course, we can bring up the subject of how little taste people have to have things internally shook up. That concludes this talk. Be sure to visit us at jancox.com, where you can search through 3,000 talks for topics of interest, or just leave us a message.